Leanne, do you want to give ever, the world your uh, your big new idea? I what's my big new idea? Fart ASMR. Oh. Oh God. I said no. What? No. So the original phrase I accidentally said ASM fartist, and I was gonna pose the question to the group. What is what does the term ASM fartist mean to you? Um, I think it's. Do you fart? Would you be farting into the camera? Would you also be on YouTube? Is this? It'd be a little like this. There has to be an ASM fartist out there. Oh, definitely, okay. for sure. <laughs> I, would, the I would not be surprised. <laughs> I know, I know where we could find one. <laughs> what? Right now, where? and you start farting into the camera, into the mic. <laughs> That's what I did when I when I was uh honestly farting like to the camera the for me. I like playing the piano when I was farting all right there. Aww. Leanne's turn. Uh, this is... This is Tiny Fart. Oh! That got louder. Yeah. Okay, Andrew's turn. Okay, Andrew. I, um, I can't. This is Andrew's turn. This is... Andrew's fart. That's a button that doesn't work. Oh, no. <laughs> a silent but Andrew. deadly. So, 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 so just edit, edit, in a, edit in a fart but for me. <laughs> so, so, so silent but deadly. Oh, I'm so sorry. This is Andrew's fart. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wait, this is Andrew's fart. Uh, I'm sorry. Wait, this is Andrew's fart. <laughs> no. Welcome to Courtney's late night show. <laughs> Already. Gosh, is it woo? There's a cat looking right at us right now. Orange I, and white. It is in the window. Garfield? That. Oh, <laughs> yes. well, Garfield's just orange. She is eating lasagna. No, I'm just <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Garfield's girlfriend. Um she's eating lasagna. Well, I think this cat might be a girl. <laughs> I thought Lena was about to kiss me. <laughs> we're really I didn't realize how close we were until I <laughs> until Leon turned at me. Yeah, we were well, really close right now. Best. We switched chairs today, and Courtney and I can finally see eye to eye. <laughs> we can, We're we friends finally, again. <laughs> we can finally agree. <laughs> we were disagreeing because we hate this podcast, and we both wanted to quit, but we couldn't both do it. So we're both here. Just kidding. I'm in love with this podcast. This is the best part of my week. Should I introduce it now? Is that like a good segue for you guys? I used my brain in my leisure time for this podcast. <laughs> I That's also how you know that. I like it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so, introduce us. Okay. So, we are the Art Farts. This is the podcast, Art Farts. And if you're here, that means you're listening to us, and that makes you a farty. We, the Art Farts, are trying our best to educate you guys every week about what we can regurgitate from Google.com about different artists, art movements, pieces, and some wacky events that have happened in art history while playing some games and learning some interesting facts and having a bit of banter along the way. Um, I'm Courtney. Leanne. Andrew. <laughs> you're just, uh, you're just saying, <laughs> just, it saves a little time. I'm Leanne. Well, once, sometimes I used to, I used to have a job where I talked to a lot of old people and when I said, I'm Leanne, they'd be like, Emily Ann? And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> no, I'd be like, it's Leanne, but I'm like, I don't want to do this. But every time I say I'm Leanne, I feel like I'm saying Emily Ann. Because you are, and that's your name. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to see if Andrew I feel like Andrew's name could do that too. Like I'm Andrew. I'm 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 no, Andrew. <laughs> it, it can't. What do you what do you mean? <laughs> I'm Leanne. 
Ooh, that is tough. Right? It doesn't feel good in the mouth. Everybody try it now. <laughs> <laughs> Say hardly in to, the, to your phone. <laughs> Everyone's chanting in unison. Oh, man. They conjure up something evil. <laughs> God, it's already... Well, tomorrow's Friday the 13th. <laughs> no, that's true. Kevin, oh, it is. I'm telling Leanne, I'm telling a Leanne antidote. Leanne comes home from work today, and she was like, yeah, I was driving home from work, and I was like, man, I feel pretty scary. Oh, tomorrow's Friday the 13th. <laughs> so recently, I've been, everyone's been giving me funny looks in the house, the, the roommates, and I go, am I being funny or am I being scary? And most of the time, they're like, you're what? being scary. Leanne will, like, land a joke, but it's, like, it's, like, slightly concerning. It's, like, it's one step away from a joke, and it's, like... That's I, just our jokes. Isn't that just how all of us joke? She's... Hers a little differently. <laughs> they're, just like scary. The, they're, like, the look in your eyes right now is scary. <laughs> she... She put on this podcast, the episode before this, in her noise-reducing headphones. I could hear the, the podcast, though, and was looking off into space like she was from American Psycho, like planning something. And I was like, um, I know we're about to record, but I'm worried about <laughs> multiple things. I was trying to see what my eyes are watering. I was trying to see what the format of the games are because I was going to do the games for this week. It was just, it was, it, the look in her eyes was, it was scary. But as you're focusing so hard, it's your, it, you're le- using your brain during your leisure time. It just looks like that. <laughs> that's just what, that's what, what it, it looks, looks like. like when I try to think. The steam's coming <laughs> off your head. <laughs> uh, I'm running a fever. So it's a little, this is, we're, we're coming at you, Andrew, with some high energy. And we're yeah, also you know, I said high. this would be a no-nonsense no episode. There's already been too much nonsense. You're right. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> oh, oh, exactly. I'm, oh, the, oh, no, I'm so sorry, Andrew. Of... Andrew, I'm setting the mics up, Andrew. Nope, nope, that's nonsense. Don't want that. That's nonsense. <laughs> please, please stop yelling at us. Andrew, please, we have the microphones and we have our seats and we're ready nope. to listen to you. We're ready, we're ready. Nope. Okay. We're actually not okay. ready nope. to listen to you. Nope, okay. <laughs> <What's up? laughs> <laughs> but not because I don't want to listen to you, because I do want to listen to you, but we have some things for you first. It's because I don't want to listen oh, to you. Oh, what does that mean? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What do you have All right, for you? I quit. Wait, <laughs> please come back. <laughs> nope. Logging off. Are you mad at us? Um, let's see at the end of the episode. <laughs> oh, we have our chance to redeem ourselves. I want you to know well, I'm not what? reading what's on your screen. I'm just looking at the light like a moth. <laughs> is reading my my surprises no i can maybe, turn the part of my brain off that's gonna read it and i'm just looking at the light maybe leanne is not okay <laughs> maybe maybe you were right about that i promise you <laughs> i've never been more right <laughs> <laughs> she's okay though to my loved ones i'm okay <laughs> she's okay <laughs> but she's not okay <laughs> she's safe <laughs> But something's wrong. I'm going to an emo prom tomorrow. <laughs> what? We got. I'm got, Do you know what emo night is? No. I mean, I assume it's a night where people dress emo and <laughs> yeah, they, they play emo they play music. Emo. Oh my god! <laughs> no, they play emo music. It's emo night. N I T E. I don't know why I'm promoting this, but we're going tomorrow. <laughs> it's no. I'm just season. excited. <laughs> anyway, Courtney is Courtney is on the edge of her seat, and I want to know. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm just like, sitting here. 
What are uh, we looking at? It's I. <laughs> I we have. Let me restart, please. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it's me. Oh. I'm tongue twisting my own tongue. Maybe I'm sorry that it's you. <laughs> I'm sorry that it's you. <laughs> okay. So we've been doing this thing recently, trying to add in a little bit of bits that we have with some continuity. I've been bringing in this little bit called This Day on Art History, 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 History. And I really oh, yeah. want to have a little thing there. Uh, I tried to look something up for that. Couldn't find anything. I don't it know how is, you find these. So, yeah, it is very hard um, because <laughs> if you look up, like, This Day on Art History, even This Day on History, it's like, this incredible thing happened on December 12th, 1980. And it's like, well, I didn't ask about December 12th, 1980. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Yeah, so what I do sometimes is try to find, like, buzzwords where, like, I know things happen in the fall or the summer, but this is what I did today. I typed in painters who are Tauruses, and that's how I got to today's, this day on art, history, 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 that cat is playing with the curtain. Oh, Leon looked at it, stopped. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a bummer. I'm not crazy, it was there. No, I know. Oh, oh I see. Yeah. I see you're her. crazy. Yeah, and I'm you're crazy. crazy, and I see the cat. <laughs> you're, crazy. you're crazy, and I am too, because we both see this cat. Oh, Garfield's wife. Um, okay, so not on this day, but we do kind of like the the ge- general area. Albrecht Durer was born on. Oh crap! I had it. Yeah, that's a fake person. You never. Next. Yeah, that's a deep fake. May twenty first, fourteen seventy one. I was gonna say two thousand seventeen. <laughs> 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 wow, he's like the world's youngest artist. Just kidding. Yeah, he was born fourteen seventy one, and he is in fact a Taurus. He died April sixth, fifteen twenty eight. That's pretty long. For that uh, time. It's like yeah. 50, right? 60? Yeah, 50. 60, oh, yeah, wow. nearly, nearly 60. Nearly 60? Pretty cool. Um, fun fact that isn't really about him, but more about me, if anything. He is one of my favorite artists, and I have been planning on getting a work of his tattooed for the longest time. So. So why don't you do it then? I think I will. But I do kind of feel weird about having a famous artist work done by a tattoo artist i'm like that's so like am i making you plagiarize am i forcing you into something that you don't want to do he's dead he's long he's long dead yes he did make these things in the the 1400s but here's someone's selling it as an nft already anyway like true uh, true he might be too underground though we might be able to get ahead of that (laughs) that's not something i want to do I was kidding. <laughs> but people do get him tattooed because my inspiration is going on Instagram and searching Durr tattoos. He's actually, if you guys want to take a moment right now to look up Durr, D-U-R-E-R, he is very, very famous. I mean, not anymore. I mean, he's still famous in in life, but he is dead. <laughs> um, some interesting facts is that he made his first self-portrait at the age of 13. That's pretty young. Yeah. Yeah, I bet I could have done one at 12. Next. His signature Uh is one of the most famous in art history. Oh. It's like a big 
A, and then underneath it. Did he paint it, this rhino? Yes. Oh, and I have seen the real thing in real life. Ooh. Yes. A real rhino in real life? <laughs> no, I've seen his original. You've seen him draw that rhino in real life? Yes, exactly. No, but it's not. It's not like open to the public. I had to go to like a back room. I was in. It was one of my art classes. He um, you, he he came out in an alley and said, "Hey, let me show you something. Come here." And he pulled you into a back room and showed you a rhino. And <laughs> hey, stop! I've actually told his rhino story before on this podcast. Well, we don't listen. No. <laughs> Do you remember though where there was the how how in Europe like when trade was happening, people brought this this rhino, but because like newspapers didn't technically exist yet, like there was no way to know that there was this rhino here. He like went and like painted it. And, and then like went around Europe and was like, look, this was the rhino I saw. And everyone's like, oh, wow, a great horned beast. <laughs> like, they were like, holy shit. And just for like a hundred years, like people knew a rhino existed, but they thought it looked like his rendition of a rhino, which it's like kind of, it doesn't quite look like that. I'm Yeah, he doesn't actually really know what rhinos look like. He was doing his or best. didn't, I guess. He's dead now, so uh, he probably he's probably <laughs> why seen isn't wearing armor. <laughs> I'm showing Leanne right now. That's funny. It looks like it's wearing armor. But like that is that's from what I heard from you, this is the, that sort of does look like a rhino. Like yeah, this is yeah. more like what a rhino than I thought you, it would. Have be. you never seen a rhino? No. For, okay. Oh, uh, okay. Right. Uh, uh, no, this I get what you, I get what you're saying. Okay. I'm gonna hit the boo button. What What's killing me though is the fact that like. He, he drew, like, scientific illustrations a lot, and all of his animals are usually ones that he's seen a bunch of times, and they look very accurate in the fact that he, like, saw this rhino once, and he's, like, this very professional artist, and he's like, no, it had giant armor all over it, I swear to God. Like, no, it had a gun. <laughs> no, it was... <laughs> It's like this. Also, I'm pretty sure he made it like to <laughs> like to the scale that it's like he painted it to be three times bigger than a normal <laughs> rhino or something. Dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, People yeah. are like afraid to leave their homes. Yeah, like holy shit! I don't want to ever run into a rhino. <laughs> Wait till they find out about elephants. Oh my! <laughs> or hippos. Oh, yeah. That happened with a lot of animals though that were like foreign to europe i'm pretty sure if you look up like the first drawing in europe of a tiger it looks just nothing like a tiger yeah so pretty funny that's silly yeah i loved her i love everything he does i would de i'll definitely talk about him he's got ties to black philip for sure if you know black philip black philip oh sorry oh, we're cursed that's just those are just i have people that every time i say black philip they sing behind me and tomorrow's friday <laughs> i almost said black oh, friday i can't wait to sing it tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow's black philip's birthday of course <laughs> oh i'm cackling into the mic <laughs> that's good that's very good okay yeah leanne's turn and i was gonna say do you want to play a little game <laughs> what kind of game is it? Oh, no. <laughs> I dropped my notes. Courtney stole. <laughs> Leanne ripped Andrew out of my ears. I can't hear him. Oh, my God. Leanne dropped her notes so far away. <laughs> They're oh. under the desk. She's got them. Don't look. It's a mess. Oh. He hasn't said a word. I'm so sorry about What? That. I said, what game is it? Oh. oh um. <laughs> so... 
Oh, no, I don't know how to explain games. I always have Courtney explain games for me in it's, social settings. It is the game we've been playing yeah. as of recent. We, we need, oh, like, okay. a name for it. But essentially, it works artist to artist where there's a hint for either a musician artist or a visual artist and then another hint for the opposite. And the words go into each other like... What's one of the examples we've done before? Um, oh, I even told one to you today. I'm like, uh, this artist sings about. Oh my gosh, I literally forgot every song I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> this is this is crazy. I would do. I would do like. Thank this you. artist cuts off his own ear while um, Think wish, you wishing you while wishing you. Wish you, wishing you would step back from that ledge, my friend. Is that the Wonder Wall? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. And after wait, all. It? Yeah, it is. <laughs> wait, no. No, it's not. I wish you. Oh, that's Blink. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, Jumper. No, that's not. That's not Wonder Wall. <laughs> How did I? <laughs> the little mashup I just made. We're going to cut the whole intro to this game. God. Oh, how does Wonder Wall start? Today is gonna, gonna be, be the day, day I'm gonna, gonna bring it back to you. So this is how it go. This artist cut off his his own ear. Um. Well, fuck, I forgot it already. While this artist says today's gonna be the day that they're gonna bring it back to you. <laughs> yeah, sure, that works. So, like a little cleaner, but yeah. Very like on the nose, lines. but yeah, sure. <laughs> That's an easy one, and that would be Vincent Van Goasis. And they, they mash right. into each other like that. Yeah. That's what we're playing. <laughs> okay. So are you ready for the first one? And it's, can I tell yes. you what goes into what? The, oh, I no, mean, you don't even have, the clues will tell you what goes into what. Okay. This artist sings about a woman named Caroline while an artist creates blobs out of resin. Outcast? Mm. No, not Outcast. Um, they are not going Caroline Amine. They're are they swinging sweet Caroline? No. Wait, no. when do I do I tell you when you get one of them right? If or do you I? if you get one of them, you just Oh yeah, say. it's Amine. Okay. Uh, Amine. Amine. Oh, it's Amine. Oops, anime. So, <laughs> it's anime. Um Amine. Okay. And then say the second clue? Throwing blobs? Yes, while well, this artist creates blobs. Blobs. And I think they call them blobs and like squishes. This is one that I've talked about. I was going to say, I remember the one that starts with a D, but I don't remember her name. Dana. Oh, God, what's her name? I last have no name? idea. Wait. Do you remember their social media handle? No. So Popo. <laughs> I don't know why it'll never forget. It'll never leave me now. Wait, I. You got lamb, this. lamb. It was lamb. Yeah, da Dana Lamb. Almost. Can I tell you? Yeah, Dan Lamb. Dan Lamb. How does this go together? Wait, what Dan is Dan Lamine? Yeah, Dan Lamine. Oh, wait. So wait, it Andrew, goes the other how do you, way. Oh yeah, that's why I was like, what order did they get? Because I knew. Yeah. So you got. So then the clue would have to be like this artist made blobs while. Oh, you're right. About oh my gosh, I put I put him first. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, that's a good one. <laughs> I was like, oh there's no way this goes together. <laughs> 
Or at least they go together. They do. <laughs> well, it's my first one. It's <laughs> no, my first day out here. No, that was great. That was great. Okay. I literally almost just said the answer. <laughs> the What's the answer? The first one? What's the answer the, to this one? To this oh. one. Andrew, what if I just said it? This painter is known for her portraits and eyebrow. <laughs> While this New Zealand singer will okay. never be royal. Oh, I know it. But Frida Callord. Yeah, right? I was saying yeah. yeah. I was saying that too. Nice one, Leanne. And Andrew for getting that. Okay, I only have one more. This artist has a teenage mutant ninja turtle named after them. <laughs> well, this artist is knighted, but don't factor that into his uh do not factor the title into his name for the sake of this exercise, because I forgot it. Oh Lord. I mean uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh Ellen that's John. the turtle lord. Ellen John. Oh Michelangelo Ra- Lord. Raphael wait, Raphael <laughs> Tinjon. <laughs> Woo! Was oh. that it? Yeah, Raphael and John. <laughs> that was a t- Raphael Sir Elton John. That's a good one. <laughs> Raphael Lord <laughs> Lord Elton John Lord Oasis. Master Splinter Lord. <laughs> Master Splinter. Oh my God! When Leanne said Teenage Mutant Turtle, I was like, "There's fucking four of them." <laughs> I was like, I know. Artists. I was like, "That's so silly." Uh. Yeah, that was great. Thank you, Leanne. Very good, very good. Thank you. Andrew, you'll have to give them a shot soon. They're really what? hard. They're really hard to make. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll make some, and I'm sure I'll make them ones that I wouldn't have been able to solve. Like, <laughs> we'll be, and we'll be sitting here for 30 minutes. You'll probably be really good at them, I bet. I, I don't know like, about that. I feel like you have that skill. Um, Do we get fucking going? Yeah. Andrew has Ooh. a little... Sorry, I, was, I was stretching. Andrew's got a little something for us today. He's going to be sharing about something that I don't know. But I'm going to... I've got a little something. A little something, something. I'm cueing him in with a fart. Your turn. <laughs> My turn to fart? Yeah. Okay. I just did it. You couldn't hear it. I um, heard it. Well, okay. So you're lying because I didn't actually do it. So oh, we're that's Andrew, that's, Andrew, please. That's how I catch him in a lie. That's how I catch him in a lie. <laughs> that's called the bait and switch right there. I'm lying. He's right. He's really good. <laughs> um, all right. So, so uh, we're we're ready. We're ready. Mm-hmm. We're, okay. Um, so today I've got uh, I've got something special for us. I've got a. Uh, it's not that special. It's not really that different than anything we've talked about. I'm talking about a specific artist today. Um, at first, I was going to be talking about a, one specific part of her uh career but then i started learning more about her and i was like i'll just talk about the whole thing let me just get let me just get her whole life out 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 of here um her whole whole. let me let me just get her out let's let's just get rid of her whole life (laughs) um but today i'm going to be talking about uh yayoi kusama um do either of you know yayoi kusama i'm double checking right now because i feel like in my recent search for something i saw this name how do you spell this so uh yayoi is y-a-y-o-i and then kusama is k-u-s-a-m-a um even if you don't know the name like you've you've probably seen Mm. the works uh they're they're very uh popular on instagram a lot of people 
the pictures of, of of people in her installations circulate a lot on there mm-hmm. and just on social media in general. Um, she is extremely popular. Mm. So you've probably seen it. Yes. But let's let's get into it. Let's get in, let's just get in, let's just get into it, man. Let's get started. Um, so Yoyoki Sum was born in 1929 in Matsumoto City, uh, Nagano, Japan. She is still alive today at the age of 93. Yeah. Uh, she and she is currently. Uh, so I guess the, I don't know why I put it like this. She's currently. Uh, the only way to put it is she is the most successful living artist um, of our current times. Well, Aww. living, you know, so yes, of our current times. Wow. Most successful living artist. Um, That's crazy. But her her tale, her her story is a little, uh, it's kind of sad, kind of tragic. Oh, no. um, there's going to be some trauma. There's going to be a lot of things. So, you know, trigger warning for trigger some warning things. Trigger now. Now. Um, and, you know, I, I think, I, I listened to a lot of podcasts for this. I watched her documentary. I read some articles and stuff. And I feel like everything prefaces how how sad the story is which is why i did it i think it has a bittersweet ending not to spoil anything but you know you guys just heard how successful mm-hmm. she is yeah now I, so i've seen her like i've seen her in a documentary i feel like and just like she's she, her face looks familiar yeah she's i mean she's a very important important artist at this point yeah um, and people have recognized that but uh that's not how it always was so let's get Aww. into it um her early childhood she she started (laughs) making art at the all right please everyone silence please oh Um, my god so (laughs) she she started making art at a very young age uh but her parents were not very supportive of it especially her mother who she cited would when she'd be drawing her mother would sneak up behind her and snatch the the pictures out of her hands while she was drawing um so mom was clearly abusive to the point that uh, her mother would send Yuyoi to spy on her father while her father was cheating on her um, and literally spy on him during the act of him having sex with another woman. Jeez. Um, so she had to do that a lot. And because of this, she grew like a big disdain for sex. Mm. as a result and and a, a lot of this is important um her her artwork is very straightforward as long as you know her story um and and things like this so it all you know it all be important at, at some point mm-hmm. um but uh part of the reason her m- mother and father did not want her to be an artist is because they already had a very successful seed business uh and and back then in japan it was like and probably most mostly around the world um it was like women were expected to be housewives her mother wanted her to you know marry a wealthy man and not be an artist um just marry a wealthy man and profit off of him and her business uh so being an artist was not what they wanted and another very important thing for art at a young age at 10 she experienced her first hallucination uh and her hallucinations are things that continued throughout her life um she'd see things like these lights that would surround her she'd see 
uh, just dots and things, um, and, and even flowers that would talk to her sometimes. And these are all things that ended up, especially the dots, um, mm -hmm. mostly the dots. These are all things that ended up being signatures in her later work. Um, so, you know, yeah, I already talked about the expectation for women. Uh, so she was largely ignored when she was doing her art uh, back in the day. People didn't really care. She uh, did her first showing which at the time she was doing a lot of watercolors and things. Um, she ended up, you know, running out a place to do, to show her art. And no one came. Not a single person came. <gasps> no. Oh, uh, her friend had helped her out. Yeah. It, you know, like I said, it's going to be a bumpy one. Um, <laughs> her friend bless had, like, mess. helped her out with all. Bless this mess. <laughs> Uh, her friend helped her out with the the gallery, um, and I think he ended up like buying a painting afterwards because like no one else had come. Aww. Uh, he said she was like very very upset about that, um, and this is how kind of her I don't know career continued for a bit. Not really a career yet, but this is how it kind of continued for a bit. Um, she went to art school and stuff against her mother's wishes. Uh, I think she actually she actually made a deal with her mother um, and then did not hold up her side of the bargain. She just went to art school instead. Uh, and eventually she discovered Georgia O'Keeffe's work. Um, and she was, and she still is, uh, Yuyoi, a very forward person. You know, if she wants something, she will just kind of ask for it. She will just reach out to you. Um, and so she wrote to Georgia O'Keeffe. Uh, she she wrote a letter praising her work and saying how big of an inspiration it is to see such a successful woman. You know, she didn't know that that was even possible. That's so sweet. Uh, and she sent her mm -hmm. sent Georgia O'Keeffe some of her art. Oh, um, wow. And Georgia O'Keeffe wrote back, and her advice was basically just. Well, the art scene is really big in New York. You should oh. move to the U.S. Mm. Uh, and so she did. She decided she was going to do that in 1958. And before she did that, she burned every one of her paintings. Oh. She, no. burned all, she burned all of the art she had made. Why? Um, I was just going to say, why? I just got chills. She, want, she wanted to start anew. Oh. She wanted to start anew. Dude. I um, kind of like that. There's so much art that we'll never get to see. I know. Yeah. We're not meant um, to see. <laughs> and oh, this is kind of, this is also kind of a recurring theme, this idea of self-obliteration, mm. um, which, you know, she kind of, in this case, she kind of destroys her old self so she can create a completely new self in a new place. Anyway, she moves to New York. She had to, one, this is not really important, but I just thought this was really interesting. Um, you couldn't, it w there were very strict laws about taking money uh, into other countries. So mm. she, to take money into the country, she actually sewed it into her dress. Wow. Um, she sewed a bunch of dollars into her dress to smuggle it in. And so she gets, a, she actually, she lived in Seattle for a bit. She what? lived in Seattle for a year um, and then eventually moved to New York. And she found that she was kind of having the same issues here. She wasn't being taken seriously. 
Um, the difference was, though, you know, back in Japan, uh, she was Japanese like everyone else. Now in the U.S., she is a woman and Japanese. So mm. it's a lot of, you know, people are not treating her seriously back then um, for, you know, now they have two reasons not to. Uh, you know, not that I'm saying like they shouldn't. Not that, that you're shouldn't supporting be a them. Reason. Not supporting them, but you know that's that was why. Yeah. That was their reasoning. That's, uh, yeah, that's their fault. And, and that's it on was them. nearly yeah, and that's on them. And fuck those guys. Yeah, fuck those guys. Do yeah. not bless their mess. No mess. Yeah. No blessing that mess. Curse mm -hmm. their mess. Curse their mess. And tomorrow's Friday the thirteenth. And fuck yeah. Them. And fuck. They should they should <laughs> die if they haven't died yet. She's, um, out, she's outliving all of them. I just know it. No, she probably has for sure. I mean, she's old. Like, 93 is very old. Yeah, she's a queen. And I love her already. Um, so back then, it was nearly impossible for a woman to get a solo exhibition. Uh, and it was, and even that being said, it was still hard for them to get group exhibitions. It was just hard to be a, a female artist. Um, but again, she was very forward. So she'd go to these places and she would just straight up go up to... I think uh, the wording in one of the things I, I was watching was that she would walk in and she'd say, who is the most important man here? She'd like be asking people who the most important awesome. man was. And then, you know, she'd go up to him and be showing him her art, uh, asking for help. Um, and, and she did end up making some friends in, in the art industry and business through this, um, who ended up helping her. Uh, no one too important uh, i didn't write any names down so i'm gonna assume they weren't too important um so she's still struggling for a while uh and at this point we'll, we'll skip ahead to because you know most of her time spent in the u.s is just her kind of struggling to get any kind of uh work in a gallery um she sends at one point she sends work to uh she sends some some of her art to some gallery i don't remember what it was i thought i had it written down but i guess not don't remember what it was uh but she sent it and they just kind of refused and sent it back um and things like that would happen to her so we'll skip ahead to 1962 and this is the part that i was going to focus on um yes. but uh we'll well we'll just get into it so in june yeah, let me set the scene. Um, it's June, nineteen sixty-two. It's hot outside. Yeah, it's probably hot. I mean, it might be a little like warm. It's probably like a comfortable temperature. Um, uh, the climate probably hasn't risen as much as it has <laughs> now. There's cicadas um, out. Aww. Uh, would there be cicadas? Have you? Did you do the math? Is it like seventeen years? This like because they come no, out every seventeen years. That's just the 17-year cicadas. There's cicadas every year. Well, yeah, but, like, <laughs> aren't they, like, mostly out at 17 years? How do you know there's a bunch of cicadas out? There's you know? a type New of cicada. Aren't there cicada well, years? Wait, also, are there cicadas in New York? Like, I feel like yeah. they wouldn't be in such a populated, if like, there's a city tree, area. If there's a tree there, it'll be there, I promise uh, So you. I guess in the parks, yeah. Yeah. So there's a type of cicada that comes out every 17 years. Right, the um, seventeen-year cicada. Yeah, the seventeen. I'm pretty sure that's what they call them, the seventeen-year cicadas. But they're cicadas every name. year. Yeah, I mean, I hear them all the time. But Not to confuse with Katydids, 
that's for a different. St- There's probably Katie Dids out right now in June too in 1962. Right, right now. <laughs> okay. Sorry to keep kicking you, dude. I'm setting the scene. <laughs> why are you? Ki- why are you no. kicking her? Because <laughs> her um, foot's in front of my foot. I'm looking up where. What are they called? Cicadas in around in 1962. Courtney and I are sitting so close. <laughs> cicadas cicadas weren't invented until 1966. Well, uh, oh, really? <laughs> what? Oh my god. Wait, and, you, and you won't believe it. You won't believe what I found. No. The 17-year cicada broods were in in June 1962 all around New York City. <laughs> the emergence oh of brood god. 2 was I didn't look up New York City, and it came up that this is this is what was happening in the news in 1962. And, and okay, so it remains we'll strong only in Staten Island. All uh, right, sorry, I'm done. Well, Staten Island, I don't know. Okay, well, we'll just we'll say for the sake of. Okay, so it's June 1962. There's cicadas everywhere. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> People are freaking out. They're like, "What's up with these cicadas?" <laughs> um, doesn't bother. Doesn't really bother Yoyoy though. Um, uh, Yoy does manages to get an exhibition at the Green Gallery, which is an art gallery in Manhattan, and she's alongside the likes of Andy Warhol, uh, Hanford Yang, James Rosenquist, Donald Judd, and Clay Zoldenberg. Uh, a bunch of names that I don't recognize besides Andy Warhol. Um, she has this piece, which is, uh, is going to be the first piece we look up here, uh, called accumulation number one so everyone everyone take a look at that huh okay accumulation number one um and to describe this if i would it's kind of it's just a chair with all of these um phallic structure phallic sculptures it kind of looks like coral protruding off of them (laughs) She she called these chairs. She did a few of these, and she called them her penis chairs. Oh yeah. Um, so they are meant to be very phallic, penis like. Um, so like yeah. Like eat me alive, <laughs> like. Yeah, it's kind of scary. It makes me a little uncomfortable to look at. Um, just a little bit. Now I've made penis art before, mm. and that is true. And made it, good penis art. And an exhibition before it was. What's it called when they ask you to make something? Um, asking. <laughs> Leanne just <laughs> Leanne just took out a tonsil stone. No, this is oh. not this is not a tonsil stone. I'm scared. Leanne just took out her tonsils. She just took something out of her mouth and it was black. <laughs> this has been stuck in my mouth and I was like, this is so painful. I think it's a burnt piece of broccoli, honestly. <laughs> I think that's a tooth. That's a full tooth. Mm-mm. She's trying to go back again. No, I feel relief. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about it. It came out and was on her lap. I, I What am I going to do? I'm, no, we're just sitting so close. I had to say something. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, this this penis art is next level. Um, yeah, well, it actually was next level mostly because um, not a lot of people were doing soft sculptures back then. And they, this is a soft sculpture. Um, I think, from what I understand, they were like sewn on. They were like fabricy. Oh, um, you, they they oh. move. That looks like huh? concrete. No, yeah, that that's not hard. That's soft. Like <gasps> that's they, crazy. Oh. That changes my whole uh, mind. You gonna sit on it? Yeah, I want to sit on it. 
Yeah, uh, actually, I heard from <laughs> in the documentary the woman who works at the <laughs> place that it's at was says she the her and the employees have to fight off people trying to sit on it constantly. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Where is it now? Uh, I don't remember. It might still be at the Green Gallery. Maybe I'm not sure though. So what? How I thought this was made was, an, balloon animals pour concrete in, pop the balloon concrete. What? Oh, okay. Like a balloon that makes animal. Sense. A but balloon no, animal not, balloon. Ooh. Not not concrete. No, soft. That's life changing. So, um, Oldenburg, who was one of the names that I mentioned, uh, was, was was one of the people there. Um, he he had been working a lot with paper mache. Uh, he had this piece that was like, it was like a suit made out of paper mache. Who cares? Um, but in September of the same year, all of a sudden, at at the same gallery, at the Green Gallery, all of his sculptures were soft. <gasps> they were all soft sculptures. Um, and Idea there was stolen. even one, there was even one called uh, the soft, okay, so I think it's called the soft calendar for the month of August 1962. But Whoa. this article I I saw it in called called it the soft calendar, and I'm pretty sure that was just a typo. A typo. <laughs> but I'm not entirely sure. I think it's the soft calendar for the month of yeah. So soft calendar for the month of August 1962. So look that up. Um, and it's got oh. to describe it. It's got very soft, puffy numbers that kind of resemble the pieces of the penis chair. Um, yeah. And you know. When Yoyoi, when Yoyoi saw this, she was very upset. She felt like he had stolen this idea from her. Um, and in fact, Oldenburg's wife even directly apologized to her, uh, kind of wow. solidifying solidifying the fact that like that he completely just took this idea from her yeah. and did not credit credit yeah. her. And to make matters worse, um, he got a lot of fame off of this like this oh, fuck that. this Ooh. is really this exhibition is really the one that shot him into superstardom yeah leanne's gonna boo on the on the soundboard and more boo that's so that just stinks too because you know he like he's not gonna mention he's not gonna be like owed to her mm-hmm. yeah exactly and and oh. just wait because <laughs> she gets sweet. even more stolen um no, so, not more. So, in December 1964, she does her first inst- her first installation work, and by that, you know, like she gets an entire room basically um, to do, and this is the first time she gets to do that at the Gertrude Stein Gallery. Where's and that? What it? Uh, that's also in New York. I think it's Manhattan too. Um, Although actually, I'm not sure. I remember I looked up Gertrude Stein Gallery and could not find like any information. I found information about the person Gertrude Stein, but could not find any. I mean, it's definitely in New York. Like, you know, that's just where she was. Um, but I'm not sure what borough, to be exact. Um, anyway, this this installation she does is a rowboat covered in the same like soft phallic s- sculptures that the uh, chair was was covered in and then around it is our our pictures of the rowboat kind of copied Whoa. and pasted several Ooh. times and this piece is called aggregation 1000 boats show so cool 
So, uh, you know, I already, you know, you already know it's going to get stolen. Uh, oh, fuck. And at, at the time, this was super, super innovative. Um, and it's like, it's hard to think of because like, and mostly what was innovative was the, um, the re- repetitive pictures uh, all on the wall. And oh, I feel cool. like it's hard to think of that right now, like as being innovative because, you know, repetition, something like that, it feels so simple, like something we see all the time. Um, but like that wasn't very common. Uh, and Andy Warhol. I was about to say, is that bitch Warhol going to steal and, it? Yep. He came in. He actually, he praised her for her work. He said, wow, this is amazing. Um, and then in 1966, he did an installation called Cow Wallpaper, bitch. which was just a room covered in pictures of cows copying, cows copied and pasted. I'm going to lose um, my mind. And the crazy thing is, like, Warhol ends up being, like, known for this this rep- repetition. That's, like, that's, uh, like, uh, his, that becomes, like, his whole big thing. It's, that's his it's, bit. He, like, they say he invented, like, they say he invented that. Right. But he took it from, I mean, he most likely took it from, you know, I don't want to, <laughs> I'm going to make any accusations here. Um, he most likely took it from you. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Uh, My, can which I, is crazy. I, I wanted to... S- can I add something here? Yeah, add something. My my mother was an artist and was a graphic designer back in the day. And she always said that in school, they studied Warhol's stuff all the time because they were working on making that repetitive like different copies of each other using different colors was like a big thing and it was like she had so many books of his growing up and that that's like who her whole career was based off of it was him doing that task the fact that he just was like hey really good show and then was like i'm gonna do that now fuck that yeah and she of course got no credit and uh scholars need to need to preach about this well, to... I mean, by now they. I Good. Mean, I mean, well, we're, here we are right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're the scholars. We're the and, scholars. Ag- and again, she is the most successful living artist. Good. You know, so, yeah, that's you know. true. And good on you. But still, fuck Andy Warhol. Anyway. But, uh, but regardless, right? Is and one. Yeah, I'll say it. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, oh. fuck Andy Warhol. Yeah, we'll right? do an episode wait, wait, about wait. him, though. Oh. And we'll shit on him. <laughs> what? I said we'll do an episode and we'll we'll shit on him. Okay, We'll do an episode about Andy Warhol just to shit on him. We should do like an episode where it's like we talk about who we hate and we like don't want to devote an episode to. (laughs) That's funny. There's sometimes where I'm like, oh, I want to talk about this guy, but I hate him and I don't want to spend like 45 minutes just talking about his art. (laughs) I talk about like people in my life. (laughs) They're like not artists. I like misunderstand the prompt. (laughs) Just things you hate. Just a hater episode. Yeah, more right. more to come on that later. Andrew does that every time. More come we on start. that later. Oh. <laughs> All right then. I guess I'm being called out. <laughs> so, uh, she gets that art stolen, and uh, wouldn't you know it? It happens again. Um, in in Not March, again. 1965, she does her first Infinity Mirror Room, which. Um, is what something she's very much known for now. Uh, that's pretty much her signature. Um, and this one's called Infinity Mirror Room uh, Fal- 
Fally's Field. Fally, Fally spelled P-H-A-L-L-I. Uh, and this one's really cool. It's a room. <laughs> it's a room full of mirror. Uh, well, I guess the walls are mirrors. Um, Wow. And then there's all these like phallic sculptures with polka dots in the ground. And this she's in a red leotard and she lays there or stands there, whatever. And people can like peek in. There's little wow. windows that people can peek in through. This makes um, me feel so many ways. Yeah. And it, it's basically uh, a lot. Of she, the reason she did stuff like this and continue to do stuff like this is because she was trying to just, uh, I guess, show this idea of the infinite. And also, like, trying to uh, make people experience what she experienced when she had her hallucinations. This just over overwhelming of dots, uh, things mm-hmm. repeating and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and this was, uh, obviously, this was completely, like, innovative at the time. This was so unique, um, so one of a kind. She was definitely, like, the first person to ever do this. Um, but in October at, uh, the Pace Gallery, which was a much more, oh, this was, hers was at the Castellane Gallery, um, Ooh. in New York, and in October, the same year at the Pace Gallery, which mm. was much, much more established, um, this artist, Lucas Samaras, opened up his own mirror room no. called Mirrored, Mirrored Room. What's his um, name, Lucas? Lucas Samaras. So he makes Mirrored Room, which was just completely unlike anything he had done prior. Um, It was pretty clear that he got the idea from her. And, I mean, you get the pattern. Like, once again, he gets a lot of, he gets all the credit for it. Uh, He gets gets rich and famous off of it. His makes Um, me feel bad. Hers, I was like, I feel like I'm in a dream state. I love the vibe of this. It's like so... I don't know. Well, I can stare like, at it. Way more bland too. Like hers has uniqueness to it. Like her her character in it. His is just a wall of mirrors. Like his, that's it. His makes me feel like I'm inside of a robot, and I don't like that. Uh, well, I kind of like that. <laughs> I don't want to be in a robot. I want to be in the dream field with all the polka dot penises. I kind of want to be in a robot. Anyway, um, these situations. Uh, you know, all of this kind of made her very depressed, uh, very paranoid. You know, she was very upset that she was making work of the same quality as all these male artists, um, if not better than all these male artists. And she wasn't getting any recognition, wasn't getting any financial support from anyone. Uh, and she just ended up becoming very, very depressed and paranoid. And she covered up... She ended up covering uh, all of her windows with with sheets, so no one could look in into her studio from outside. She ended up becoming very reclusive um, and not showing anyone her work until it was finished. And eventually, she attempted suicide uh, by jumping out, jumping from her window. Mm. Uh, but she ended up surviving the fall. Thank goodness. Um, which she said, she said if she had just landed in a slightly different way, she probably would have been wow. dead. Um, so let's get into her later career after that. Uh, in 1966, she went to Italy to put her work in the Venice Biennale. Venice Biennale. Uh, 
which is a you know, huge annual uh, exhibition from artists all around the world, um, some of the most renowned art from around the world. Uh, and it's actually the oldest exhibition. And she wasn't invited. She just went to put her oh, good, work in good. on her own. You said, here, uh, so, I have something to show you. Yeah, basically. And so what she did was she ordered 1,500 mirror balls. Um, like a disco ball? Just, no, no, no. They're just um, like, they're smooth, not like a disco oh. ball. They're just like smooth mirror balls. Smooth um, disco ball. And they're pretty big, too. I'd say they're probably uh, probably about the size of a disco ball. Um and she put them in front of the pavilion, in front of the building, with a sign that said, says, you can buy your narcissism. And she sold the balls for $2 each. Um, I love so that. So she was just in front of this building selling these mirror balls. Um, she was asked to leave, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, and she, at, that, at which point she re removed her kimono uh, revealing a, a leotard, and she danced around the balls, running away from the police, uh, laying among amongst the balls. <laughs> Badass. Um, just having a great time. Amongst the balls. And so after this, she started doing these things called happenings, which were just these live performances that she'd do, which would often include nudity or other things. Um, one really important one, this is really cool, was just called homosexual wedding <laughs> and she just officiated a gay wedding <laughs> and, it was, and it was the first recorded gay wedding in the u.s oh um, wow and she went to through a lot of incredible detail including uh, uh them consummating the marriage oh, afterwards oh wow oh, interesting and yeah. she was there she was there uh there were other she people there sex yeah, I think she just kind of sees it as art. I think she just mm. didn't want to have sex um, with her. And actually, there was a relationship that I didn't really want to get to, into. I didn't feel like it was that important. There's this. I kind of want to do uh, an episode about the, this guy. I forgot mm. his name. I think I, I forgot his name. But I'll, I'll talk about him one day. He was like this weird abstract artist who lived with his mom all of his life. And he was like... 20 something years older than her but like neither of them were interested in sex and they just had a very nice sweet relationship mm. even though even though it seemed kind of creepy from the outside mm. um but you know maybe we'll talk about him one day um so she also did a, made a film in 1967 called uh, kusama's self-obliteration uh, in which yeah. it was just kind of it was she just kind of did a, a happening but then like someone filmed it and she did it in a bunch of different areas she covered herself in polka dots and covered her surroundings in polka dots and the some horse. some of the happenings <laughs> the what there's a horse on, with polka it's dots her and a horse covered oh in yeah polka yeah dots. yeah and a lot of these happenings where she'd get these people just to draw paint polka dots on them while they're naked in public and things like that um, she did one called the Grand Orgy to Awaken the Dead, <laughs> in, 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 which she did in the uh, the sculpture garden garden of the MoMA. Courtney typing this into of, Google at the speed of light. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of naked people kind of dancing around, and that was in 1969. In the courtyard um, at the at MoMA. Yeah, in the oh. in the sculpture garden. 
That I love the sculpture garden. Which I, love I believe doing that. she got it. I believe she got. <laughs> I believe she got in trouble for that too. That's so funny. Um, she was also hugely anti-war, uh, and she at one point she sent a letter to Richard Nixon saying that she would have sex with him if he stopped the war. Oh. Um, that didn't happen, obviously. Um, but at w- eventually she started organizing these huge protests as happenings, uh, anti-war protests. And there was one specifically that involved a lot of nudity, um, a lot of craziness, a lot of people, like th- uh, like over a thousand people, I think. And she ended up getting arrested. Mm-hmm. And word of this reached home back in Japan. And she ended up becoming like the shame of her entire oh, hometown. No. Um, they were not, they because they didn't really know about the art. And I think even if they did know about the art, they didn't really care about it or understand it. Um, and so there were these magazines that were circulating, circulating in Japan. And her parents actually went, um, these magazines that were depicting, talking about what happened with her, um, her parents went. And were so ashamed, they went to every store and bought every copy of them and mm. hid them. Um, she was like removed from her high school alumni, I think. Oh my gosh. List. Um, people were saying like she should be killed. Like oh she's she's a disgrace. I um, I was just thinking about it when you were talking about the even starting with the painting polka dots and just people naked and whatever. Like the what it takes to at this time in 1960s america like people were so prudish and the fact that this woman was just like yeah we're gonna have an orgy in the garden like yeah there would be serious repercussions like that wouldn't be it wouldn't be taken just like oh she's an artist like no yeah it it was very radical for the time yeah and it's super radical i just like forget that people like that have like i like i have crazy ideas and I'd be like, I'd love to do this big art piece, but I would never, ever put my mind to it. And the fact that she's like, no, I understand the serious repercussions, but this, I'm going to do this anyway. But it needs to be done. Yeah. It's just right. so cool. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's like, oh my God, no, she's not a fairy tale. Like, she's a real person and she's alive right now. And like, that actually happened. It's not just myth. Sorry for interrupting you, but I was just like, no, no it's so good. cool. It's a lot. It's good input. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's very cool to us, um, but it was definitely not cool to everyone in Japan mm. at the time, um, which she ended up moving back to Japan. <gasps> really? Uh, shortly after this. Um, uh, the reasons aren't clear to me. Uh, there seems to be like a mix of reasons that she just wasn't financially, she still wasn't really doing too well here. Uh, she wasn't. She just wasn't having a great time. She was very depressed, wanted to go back home. And also, I heard an interview of someone who knew her personally, who had seen letters she wrote home uh, to certain people that just said, you know, basically she said, New York is over. Like, Japan is what's in that. Like, Tokyo is really what's in now. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there were like a few conflicting reasons that she possibly went home. Um but when she did go home, you know, obviously people treated her like she was like a criminal, basically. It was very scandalous what she had done. Uh, people weren't familiar with her art. Um, and and I guess I didn't really mention this, but she was actually starting to get a lot of uh, 
notoriety notoriety uh yeah. in the in the u.s like oh. people were starting to notice her starting to pay Good. attention it's just she wasn't getting paid or anything for mm-hmm. any of this um so like she was making an, a name over there but not not enough that it, it was actually helping her career mm-hmm. too much no funds. um yeah and so she ended up spiraling back into depression no. uh, uh attempted suicide again no uh, failed and eventually checked herself into a psychiatric psychiatric hospital uh, where she met someone who was trying out art art therapy. Aww. Um, so at this psychiatric hospital, she was able to begin working on art again. For a while, she couldn't. She was just too depressed to even do anything. Um, but once she came went to this hospital, she was able to work on art again. Uh, and she started doing these collages, which these are also really sick, these collages. Uh, one I was looking at is called Soul Going Back to Its Home. Oh, I love the name of that. Good on her for, you know, finding what she needs. Yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah, so to I describe know. this to anyone who's not looking, it's like a picture of a kind of a night sky, the sun going down, some birds flying and some trees. And then on top of it are like these weird like juxtaposed pictures of birds. Um and on top there's like it's just painted black and it, it's just it's hard to describe honestly. It's kind of surreal like It's so cool. Uh, like hidden pictures almost. Yeah, and she did a lot of stuff. I think just some suggested things as uh, that you might see as a result for, off of that. You know, there's some cool stuff in there. I'm looking at this one that has birds and like a cicada on it, and some geckos. <gasps> a cicada. Yeah, a cicada. Wow. Um. Full circle. Full circle. Uh, but so she had she had she was in the psychiatric home. Uh, and but by the late '70s, she was completely un- unrecognized in d- Japan for her art. Like, still, no one knew who she was. And in New York, even in New York, she was pretty much forgotten at this point. No. Um, so she spent a lot of her the most a uh, good amount of her life now just in this psychiatric hospital making art, um, but not really getting any recognition for it. But in late 1890. In okay, in 1989, this woman Alexandra uh, Alexandra Monroe. Um, actually, I don't know. She curated an a retrospective in 1989 on Yayoi Kusama because she had found some of her art. Mm-hmm. She had bought some of her art. Um, uh, she told the story. She said that she fa- she saw it and she wanted to buy it. It was up for auction. And she said she would pay $75 for it. Um, and there was another bidder who bid $100 for it. Um, and she found out, like, the, the place apparently contacted her. And they were like, hey, are you, are you serious about this bid? Because apparently the person who had bid $100 on it was, like, just fucking around. Just kidding. What? Like, just did it as a joke. And she was like, yes, I'm very serious about this. I, I really like this artwork. Oh. So she ended up getting that artwork. Um a lot of she's ended up finding some more artwork, seeing some sculptures that she had made, um, and she ended up collecting all this artwork uh, f- and contacting Yoyoi and trying to get 
as far back as she could um, artwork from Yoyoi. So I I think, you, you know, you said we'll never see some of those artworks again. I'm not, from what I heard, I, she maybe didn't burn all of those color, the watercolor paintings oh, when she left. Because I think some of them actually made their way into this retrospective. Um, and so it was a huge retro retrospective spanning her whole career. I love this um, collector. Yeah, no, she's she's great. She's amazing for doing this, for seeing the the true yeah. artistry in in it. Uh, and this sparked just like a whole wave of people starting to reevaluate yes. her work in in the in the late eighties. Um, and she ended up be, starting becoming really popular. And by nineteen ninety three, she was actually vi invited to the Venice Biennale. Venice <gasps> Biennale. Yes. Oh my God! Wait, did she and go? Yeah, and she yeah, became yeah. the first Japanese woman to represent Japan at the Venice Biennale. <gasps> That's awesome. So I was, I was wondering if she was gonna be like, "No, fuck you guys, I'm not going now." That would have been a power move, but it's also cool to be the first yes. uh, Japanese woman. Oh there. yeah, she needs she needs her credit there. So yeah. So as of today, she st actually still lives in that psychiatric hospital. She has lived there for the past four decades of her life. Um, and she just works on art every day. Her studio is a couple blocks from the psychiatric, psychiatric hospital. So every day she just gets up, walks over and works on art. Wow. Um, uh, she still installs infinity rooms all over the place. She has to like get permission to fly places. And then she, a psychiatrist comes with her and things. Um, because you know, she still has these hallucinations. She's still, she still is mentally mm -hmm. ill. Mm -hmm. um, you know, she wasn't cured, but she's doing a lot better now. Um, and she inst still installs these infinity rooms. They bring in a lot, a lot of people. Uh, like when you when these uh, get installed into places, there are lines like down the street, millions of like she is literally the most successful living artist. There's no one who draws in as many people as she does. Wow. Um, and why, why I said this ending is a little bittersweet is because I, I think, I feel like some of these people visit for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people would actually know her name. Um, rather, they know the image of these mirror rooms, these they infinity want a rooms. And they want a picture in it to post on Instagram. Um, I've, seen, I've seen that one from, that's, I think it's in L.A. Where... You know what I'm talking about? I don't know if it's in LA. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't know by specific there's, city. There's, I've, I feel like I've seen these mirror rooms a lot, and there's that one that's like the Firefly, maybe. There's, I, don't I know. There's that famous one that's raining, and I don't think that's her because I think it's someone else, but then there's one where it looks like there's a bunch of fireflies in the mirrored room, and I think that is her. And it's just I'm not like, sure. I've seen so many like influencers post in that room, and like, youtubers and stuff yeah i mean it, it's they're very popular to just go in and, and take pictures in there um not that it's bad uh, to go in and take a picture in there but yeah no i yeah. mean i'm glad she's getting all the success but it's like you know it would be cool if they at least went in and like read story. the read the plaque at least yeah. uh I, I was listening to a podcast where someone was talking about it and the, she was like 
well i went in and everyone was like smiling taking these pictures and i was reading this plaque about how it was about like this stems from her traumatic hallucinations that she's been having all of her life and i was like is anyone else reading this plaque like (laughs) exactly yeah um, taking selfies they're like um this is supposed to be hell <laughs> and that's that's it that's it man that's uh that's the yoi kusama and finding the cheer button yeah thank you andrew that no thank you that, that was life-changing actually yeah i love her art i love it i you know, I've seen her like little hair and her face and her sitting in front of some of those really funky ones. Mm-hmm. But I had never seen some of the the ones from when she was getting started and things. And that I'm I wish I could go back in time and like go see them in real life. But seeing those pictures, I feel like I was transported to her little world. It was very beautiful. Obsessed oh, yeah. with the red bodysuit. Yes. Yeah, she vibe. and she she dressed like very. I mean, her uh, mm-hmm. s- fashion style is iconic. Yeah. Like, oh, absolutely. She just dresses so vibrantly, and she pulls it off so well. I like love seeing uh, images of her now when she's like a little old lady with like <laughs> yeah. bright red hair. Yeah, the red bob. Like a, yeah, and like a it's pink so polka cute. dot suit or something. Mm-hmm. Um, no, there's fire. a video of of her in like a. A yellow polka dot. Well, the robe is yellow, and then there's black polka dots on mm-hmm. it, and then she's got like a witch's hat, a yellow That's witch's awesome. hat with black polka dots on it. She looks like a 100 gex. She's <laughs> so cool. She lives the aesthetic. What I love too is when I was scrolling through all of her pictures and stuff, I saw a little picture of her with her doctor. Oh my god! Like her psychiatrist, and it said I didn't click on the link, but the link was like 11 pieces of art that she gave her psychiatrist. Aww. Which is cool. Sorry, not to patronize her by saying aw. Aw. That's pretty cool, though. She's listening. So, I just y- love y- her. It, The principle of it. I'm just scrolling. I was, I was saving pictures while you were talking to um, upload to our Instagram, and I just... I have. I'm going to have to sort through them because I saved so many pictures. I know. At yeah, first I saw lot, you doing it. A lot it, of good shots. I was like, oh, that's a pretty good idea. And I was like, wow, you're saving a lot of pictures right now. <laughs> Who's this guy? Andy Warhol. Uh, uh, Get out of there. Warhol. War Warhol. Andrew, do that. You're more, gonna... like, more like Andy asshole. Oh. 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 Sorry. I thought you were gonna do the bit. What? What, what bit? He's I like Warhol. I don't know. Is that a bit? That, yeah. No, I, I, gen- I genuinely don't remember that. Okay. What, what movie? I don't remember. What? What's happening? What movie it was? Am I'm I hallucinating sorry. this? I'm sorry, I don't remember what movie it was. Whoa. <laughs> I don't remember what movie it is. Um, You're whispering too too quietly. I want to know what it sounds like when I whisper into this microphone. I'm going to listen to this later. Oh, okay. Testing, testing, We're testing for the ASM fart. ASM fart. Do you know who I think Yoyoi would love? And I think maybe she does. Who? The Muppets. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yum up it. <laughs> Rolling my eyes. All right. What have you been into? Um, yeah. Nah. What's been what are you even getting into? What's been tickling your n- not ganache lately? Um I asked the question, but I'll go. Um I'm not ready either though. 
Um, oh, Courtney's been baking a lot of bread lately, <laughs> and I'm I'm sorry if that's gonna be her thing right no. now, but I feel like a little mouse. She keeps handing me slices of bread with butter on them, but she won't let me use my hands, and she's been putting them straight into my mouth. But it's it's <laughs> such a good treat. I don't even mind it. It's because Leanne's always doing something with her hands. I'm not gonna hand her a piece of bread. I'm busy. I'm a woman on the go. I'm busy. I need both hands at all times. I'm holding multiple beverages. So what's been tic- the thing tickling your ganache is bread and butter? What the hell's a ganache? <laughs> that's our, that's what I'm saying. Right yeah, now. but it's like your handmade bread. Okay. And yeah, I guess I really haven't done anything else. I've been playing a lot of Sims. Tell them about the new update or whatever it is. Is there new tattoos or something? Oh, yeah. They added new tattoos, which I've been thinking for a while. I'm like, they need to add more tattoos. The selection is not uh, not, not great. They added a new not chest piece. It. They added a thigh tattoo with, with, like, colored, which is very cool. Like, I feel like a lot of their stuff was, like, old-fashioned for a while. I'm like, not the mom heart tattoo. Like, love it. It's a classic, but... Thigh tattoos are in right now, and I wanted my Sims to have them without downloading mods, so... Uh, let me know if we should start a Sims podcast. Ooh, I'd do, do a Sims podcast. Do a live stream. <laughs> My Sims live stream. Let me know if you're interested. Oh, you. that would actually be very big. Yeah. Big Bad Collective can do can do wear multiple hats. Oh. Hell yeah. Which is no, the just company one that runs us. Uh, b- baseball. <laughs> yeah, j- the company, our parent company. Our parent company. Courtney's winking into the camera. <laughs> into the ca- Why do I keep saying that? We don't have a camera. Into the mic. Well, we don't have a camera yet. Yes. Yet. Our live stream I'm, will I'm, need one. I'm we'll winking into the mic. I want to be a cute little gamer girl. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to play Stardew Valley, though. <laughs> oh, that. I mean, yeah, that's popular. That's a fun, fun game. <laughs> People are going to be typing and saying, Stop! You're so bad at this! What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Andrew, what's been tickling your ganache? Nothing, but I'm gonna listen to this Kendrick Lamar <gasps> album. Um, oh, yeah. And also, Ooh. I so we were talking about Broke Back, Back Mountain on the last yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out I own the <gasps> book of short stories that, is, <gasps> that Broke Back Mountain is in. I have it right here in my hands. That's awesome. I that it, makes sense to me. <laughs> what? What? Okay. You're no, like, no, no, sure, not no. <laughs> no. I mean, I. <laughs> That's a common no, thing. No, I get to it. Like, Whatever. Okay. No, I don't even care. You seem like a short, well, short I mean, type of guy. It's not even. That's mine, what I mean. Really. I'm it's, like, I feel like Andrew would have. Oh this. yeah. No, yeah. I love short stories. Would but have it's not literature. Even mine. Like it's it's technically my dad's. It's just in my room Aww. because was, the book the book shelf that carries all the books in the house is in my room. I oh my gosh. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. I know Robert definitely has some good literature. I bet. Oh, he does. Yeah. I wish I could read. I know. We I've been trying to teach Andrew how to read for years, but has not picked up yet. I went to school for for it to help Andrew for reading. Oh. <laughs> oh. Also, I just wanted to say this. I felt like I should make it known. Um it's been in secrecy this whole episode. I have been shirtless this whole time. Uh, no. I, I have not I have not had a shirt on this entire episode. So I'm I feel like lied to. I feel sick. I feel embarrassed. I know. I talked I'm to this. Sorry, everyone. I, this whole episode, I talked to you while you were shirtless. Nips yep, wasn't wearing out. a shirt. It's kind of scandalous. Are actually. you cold? It's, yeah, it's, it's not warm. No, I'm. Your headlights are on. It's so hot in my oh, room. Why? We're on different sides of the country too. 
What is the temperature where you are right now? I am so cold. I was wearing a beanie. Our house is Because I can tell right you, the temperature right now here is 58 degrees. Oh, we're at oh, 46. Oh, shit. You're at 60. Oh, well, it's with also... 58 degrees with 98% humidity right and now. And it's like midnight. Like, it should be not that anymore. That's insane. Yeah, well... And it's foggy, apparently. We're we're chilly. We're chilly. Yeah, it's, anyway, it's a cool 46 here. What's what's scratching your ass, Corny? Oh, um, man. What's been scratching my ass? Last night, I did a double feature. I watched Missing Link um, by Leica Studios. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch it. And you know what? It, it didn't hold up as much as I wanted to the first time I saw it. But... <laughs> But I do want to say that, that that Gibby walked in and said, I love this animation style. And I said, right? It's claymation. She said, no. And I said, yep. And then I was like, yeah, this is a good movie, even though it wasn't as great as I remembered. Um, and I then, think it's so funny that it did not hold up. I know. I was talking such a big game yesterday about this you movie. It reminds me of my brother, but it is the pacing is the worst I've ever seen. Um, the first tw- 20 minutes are amazing, and then it's just downhill so fast after that. But beautiful, beautifully done. Like a studios, their claymation is like, un- uh, like it's just it looks like it's animated. Um, immediately after that, what did I watch? B- nothing but a Bug's Life, <laughs> which. Ooh, is- I haven't seen that. I feel like that also won't hold up as well. You've never seen it. No, I, I that used to be like my favorite movie, but right? I feel like it it would not hold up very well now. Let me tell you, it was better than I remember as a kid. Oh, really? Yes, and I loved that movie as a kid. My brother watched it so many times, I knew almost every word, but watching it as an adult, not only did I understand more of the jokes, but there's so many little hidden things there where it's like they're using an umbrella as a house, and I never realized it was an umbrella and then you're well, like you maybe Aww. we're just not very vigilant i feel like I- that was very clear <laughs> leave her alone um so those two movies were was scratched my ass a little bit but i feel like i had something else i did perfect my bread recipe um that is a thing that happened too but there's something i was like no i can talk about that on the podcast oh i learned the dance to uh the tiktok dance to lizzo's <laughs> about damn time so if you ever need someone to do that um, I know that, so. I love treating the, the, like, the end as, like, we're just talking to Andrew. Like, we're filling in, a, filling him in oh, on our life. We're, I'm like, talking directly kind of to the is. audience. <laughs> I mean, you guys are experiencing things, um, in the same place, you know? I'm not. Oh, we miss you. We do. Oh, get a, get a grip. Today, we were all in the same room, all four of us, and I, somebody said, when's Andrew coming back? Does yes. that not happen often? Um, I feel like... It doesn't happen every day that all four of us end up in the same room. Not on weekdays. I feel like weekends we we're all there, but yeah, weekdays it's like easy. Like I I missed everybody yesterday. I accidentally fell asleep. Ian <laughs> was a goner. Um, yeah, I don't. That's let's say that's it. That's all I'm gonna recommend right now. <laughs> that's I have nothing it. else. Wait, I I feel like I've watched. I've been like watching a lot of movies a concerning amount before. I watched before Missing Link. I watched before Sunrise. Oh, I watched such a good rewatch. I watched Licorice Pizza, 
and I watched movie four. Oh, how was Licorice Pizza? Oh, wait, you had already seen Licorice Pizza, right? No, it was no. my first time. Oh, how was it? I loved it. What did you rate it? 4.5. Okay. I think I need to give it another watch before I give it a five. Um, I was slightly distracted and I sat on the. <laughs> Can I tell the story? Do we have um, time? We, I, what do you mean? Do we? I, we? We could. We could talk forever. Please, though. This is. This was insane. Uh, yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, you oh, it's, it's past midnight. Yeah. Um. So, I rented this movie on Sunday night at like 9 p.m. off of mm-hmm. Amazon Prime for six dollars for 5.99. I started it and I saw it's like two hours and like 20 minutes or two hours, 10 minutes, something. I saw the time and I like started it and I was like, no, because I'm going to get sucked into it right now and I need to go to bed soon. So I put on Before Sunrise, which is like, <laughs> like I also had to buy it. And it was also almost equally as long, not that far off. So I watched half of that, and then Monday night, I finished Before Sunrise, and then Tuesday, I was like, oh, fuck, Licorice Pizza, I have to finish it tonight. I only have 48 hours to watch this movie. So I put it on at, like, 6.30, like, 7, and I was like, I better make it through this movie, and I kept pausing it, too. So it was definitely, (laughs) it was over my 48-hour limit, but it didn't turn off, and I was like, I have, like, I, like, it won't end for me if I, unless I leave this screen. I was about like half an hour from being done with this movie and I moved in my in, on the couch a little bit sat on the remote tur- straight off I was screaming because I, I got sucked into it too and I was screaming I was like there's no way and I was like no it, I was like come on it's gotta it's gotta keep playing so I go like I click on Amazon Prime and it's like you finished watching would you like to rent again and I was like no <laughs> please and I was I like looked at everyone I was like what do I do like what do I do and and everyone's like you have like if are you sucked in i'm like yeah and they're like you have to finish it so i paid another 5.99 to watch the last (laughs) half an hour of licorice pizza um but it was worth it yeah i mean you know it sounds like a good movie yeah it was it was worth it i just i love paul thomas anderson he has that like he has that just that touch of where it's like nothing's really going on but not in a boring way like nothing's going on and i can't look away these are the most interesting people i've ever seen and nothing quite makes sense and so it's funny but i'm feeling every feeling at the same time it, it's like i it's so magical it's like i'm laughing i'm crying i'm i'm thinking i hate this part i love this part and it's just like all I'm these emotions up. like rolled up into one movie and it's just i i wish i went to go see it in the theaters but i didn't so I watched it on my couch. You did probably pay enough for like the movie ticket. That's though, what which somebody thinking. mentioned yeah, yesterday. That's what I was it might have been you. Yeah, I was like, well, I just spent twelve dollars, which I would have paid if I went to the movies, so it's fine. Well, you would have gotten snacks though. Yeah, I would have paid more, but I have one of those cards for cinema, so it would have been. I actually would have. It would have been free ticket. Yeah, but well. You know what? Uh, next, I know that Paul's going to release another movie, and then I'll go see that in the <laughs> theater. Right, we're on a first-name basis. Um, but you haven't seen it yet, right, Andrew? Nope. you got to watch it. Pay the six the Eventually. Six Courtney's yeah. shaking her finger. Mm, I won't like, be doing I'm that. wagging my tail at you. Courtney's wagging I her tail I hate spending money. Will not be spending money on any movies. Thank you. Good day. I'm having Bye. the opposite problem. <laughs> Bye. I can't stop sending money. Yeah. Someone handcuffed me. Somebody block us from the Bagu website. <laughs>
that's my last scratch of my ass um bagu released their summer Please. their summer prints bagu b-a-g-g-u.com they're a business who makes different textiles um i've got purses i've got wallets i've got hats i've got i just bought a water bottle holder Courtney got me masks. I have reusable bags. Courtney told me they have tablecloths. I bought a laptop case yesterday. Towels, pillowcases, quilts. It's it's great and it's sustainable and they ship so quickly. It's really crazy. And free shipping over $30. This is not a sponsorship, but listen, Bagu, if you're listening to us right now, hit my line. I'm getting full body chills. Hit my line right I now. I can't say anything about your products, Bagu. Then, then don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know what? You 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 pump out hot shit, Bagu. Oh, I literally thought you meant me. I did too. No, not you. You're fine. I gasped. You're fine. (laughs) We gotta go. We can't. Oh, I'm shitting and farting, and I'm I'm. Oh, I. I thought you just disappeared. You were like, I'm shitting, I'm farting. Lana's looking for I think the fart button. I don't know. She clicked crickets. I hear that tweet, tweet, tweet. She clicked the cicada button. I was trying to click the fart button. Do we have a cicada button? No, I just not yet. But we should get that. Yeah, this is what I was going for. I'm making notes. Tiny fart. I got one more thing to say to you, both of you. What? Are you watching the game tonight? No, (laughs) the the Muppets basketball game at 9 p.m. Oh, (laughs) god damn it. All right, that's all I got. That's all I got. Well, bye. Bye. That's all I got. Bye, Muppets basketball. Bye. I love you.